was a little better. That was a little <laughs> okay. All right, and for our last song, we're going to sing Standing on the Promises. That's on page 66. Have we talked about this morning? It might tell you you are made of stubble and hay. If we stand on those promises, we will endure until we become pure gold. Amen? Amen. We praise the Lord this morning, don't you? Yes. Well, this afternoon, sorry about that. Uh, we want to thank those who are joining us, the two and the few here in Memphis today. We want to thank God for those who are joining us on uh, social media, websites, and all those other things around the world. We want to thank those who are joining us on uh, our uh, conference line. Uh, feel free at any time to, to join us on any avenue of your choice. And we just thank God for your presence here. Before we have a word of prayer, we're going to have a song uh, from uh, the sisters. We call them the sisters with no name. <laughs> and in a few weeks, they'll have one. So sisters with no name, if you could come up and share the, 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 the song of God. You stand right there if you would. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for the cleansing. When we sing next time, we're going to all take two steps to the left. Because the camera picked up three of y'all. It's all right. Sorry, Morgan. Um, we praise the Lord. Thank you for that, that rendition. Thank you for that music because it gets us into a mindset to hear the, the word of God today. So we want to thank the sisters for that. So let's join for a word of prayer so we may hear what God would have to say to us. Heavenly Father, again, in the name of Jesus Christ, the righteous, we bow to your throne of mercy and grace this day, thanking you so much for the opportunity and this great privilege called prayer. Father, we ask that we open up your word, that your spirit would bless us with its presence. Oh, Lord, help us. Lead us, guide us, and direct us in all your truth. Please forgive me. Forgive us for the sins we've committed against you. And, Father, we ask today that you would bless those who are seeking your face. Father, we ask that you would answer their prayers so their faith may be increased. And in the name of Jesus, we ask it. Amen. Once again, happy Sabbath. Don't know where the world is, but it's all right. Amen? He said, look, we're living now in a time where we can choose to be free. And I'm not talking about the event. Well, they're going to mention that. I'm not talking about the freedom man can give you or the perceived freedom that man offers you. But it's a freedom that God gives. It's a peace that gives. And when God sets, makes us free, we are free indeed. But it all comes from a decision that we have to make. Are we, ready, are we really ready to lay down all of the lies, all of the deceptions, that we, some of the sacred cows that we hold on to, those things that we thought were right or thought were true or we're, and, and, and we didn't realize how much it molded our faith. Are we ready to let those things go if God asks us to? And so we turn to the book of John chapter 8 to begin. He said it all has to do with this. If you're ready for this, you can be free. God said in John chapter 8 verse 31 we'll begin he said, then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Amen? If you're ready to hear it, amen. He said, but now I want you to be not only ready to hear it, but I need you to be able to walk in it. See, because the lies that have been told us, we really don't realize how much it shaped our mentality our mindsets, the way we go about things. It, 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 it has, it, we've been with it so long, we just knew it was. Some of the lies that have been taught us are, are to us just as true as the sun rises in the east. I, I never even thought to consider that this might not be true. But God said the truth will make you free. It will take you from a place of doubt and insecurity into a place of total freedom and no fear. And this is where we need to go really quickly now because everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And if you are a shaky Jake, you're going to be shaken in just a few days. Amen? We went <laughs> <laughs> when, some <laughs> when something is made free, and I want you to know he didn't say set free. He said made free. Anything that's made free or made anything, it's a process to it. See, it's a step-by-step. Step. <clears throat> it must be free in order to us to reach our end. It said for us to know the truth, for us to operate in the truth, we first must understand what the truth is. Amen? And where the truth comes from. See, I know what has happened to us, especially us Christians. You know, good old Christians. We have assumed a lot of things about our God. Just like we were talking about this morning, that most people, now some people think that when you get to heaven, you're going to have your own cloud, and you're going to have your own harp, and you're just going to float around for eternity and play music. That's an assumption people make, but it's not the truth, is it? What we want to understand is the truth. We want to say, God, what is real? Because if you thought 
that going to heaven was this kind of experience, cloud harp playing experience, wouldn't that change the way you thought uh, about heaven? Would it change the way how you thought that you would be spending time here on earth? And it would actually tell you, ask the question, do I really want to go to hell? Do I really want to spend forever and ever on a cloud? You know, just floating? Well, some of us have never asked that question because we just assumed it was the truth until we opened the truth. See, we don't open the truth enough. Amen? And so, so uh, we got to go to John 14. We got to find out where the truth comes from so we'll know where the source is so we, won't, we can say, well, I don't have to believe that lie anymore? Great, because I know the real deal. There's nothing worse than being ignorant. Okay? Okay. So we don't, want, we don't have to be ignorant. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, let the ignorant be ignorant. But we're not them. So why live in ignorance? Because the ignorance is going to make you fearful. It's going to make you not know what to do, not know where to go, not know who to trust. And so, but we're going to get that all cleared up, aren't we? Because John 14, 5 says, John chapter 14, starting verse 5, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Thomas was ignorant. Thomas had walked with the Lord. So all the walking doesn't make you not ignorant. It's when the way, I am the truth. I am the light. So our source for truth is Jesus. Amen? Not Encyclopedia Britannica. Not Wikipedia. Not even the God Google. That is not our source of truth. Our source of truth is God. Amen? And, and so when we know what truth is, we know the definition of truth. We learn that definition from the truth, who is Christ. Is that right? See, Jesus is our source. He is the truth. He is our way to righteousness. He is the one that will lead us to our quest for eternal life. Nothing else will. Because he says, I represent the Father. And so all the Father, all the Godhead is me. He said he, all the Godhead bodily is found in Christ Jesus. So we want to know about the truth. Do you believe that God is the truth? Yes. Which God? The God Jay-Z worships. How about the Masons job? God. They got a God, don't they? In God, they got on your dollar bill. In God we trust. Is that the God that you believe is the truth? We, 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 when you really start digging in, you'll be amazed how much we believe in a strange God. Because we've taken his doctrine and ran with it. We've established our homes. We've established our mindsets based upon what that earthly God has told us. But we're going to find out that the truth is in Jesus. Amen? Because there is no other truth. Can you imagine living in a life that you don't know where the truth is? I mean, you know, you're making a choice whether you know it or not. But choose you this day. Now, if you don't want to believe in Jesus, fine. Roll those dice. See what happens. But I'm going to go with him. I'm going with Jesus. Amen? And so, because I believe he is the truth, my job is not to convince you of that. My job is to introduce you to that. And it's up to you to walk in that. Amen? And so, when you, you're going to walk into 99% of the people on earth don't believe in Jesus. They believe of a Jesus, but they don't believe in him because they don't believe he's the truth. They believe maybe father, he was talking to his father. He was about to leave, and he, what he wanted to do was pray to his father because he was praying for us. Do you know Christ was praying for us back then? He said, I, I, bless them that hear this word through them, through the disciples. We are here because the disciples wrote down the word. So he prayed for us even in this prayer. But he gave us a definition. He said in verse 17 of John 17, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy Word is truth. So is that, uh, that help us out? He said, as thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. It's starting to make sense now. So we don't have to worry about going into a booth and closing the door and said, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> I've killed 15 people this week. And they say, okay, here's 18 Hail Marys, a couple of rosaries, a couple of cupcakes, and you're on your own. 
We get to know the Father through Jesus. That's the truth. And so anything else, we'll put it like this, anything else is suspect. Anything else must be brought to the Father. And even if it's a Christian understanding, we need to bring that understanding that we got from the church, bring it to the Father. Isn't that wonderful? And do you trust the Father? Think he'll take care of you? You think he won't, you know, he won't lead you astray anywhere? You won't find yourself lost for 15 years following the Father? Now, you might be lost 15 years following what you thought was the Father. Amen? Been there, done that. When you sat there and said, but God, uh, uh, Pastor said, is Pastor the Father. Now, in some religions, he is. Matter of fact, that's the title. That's why God said, you know, you might want to don't call nobody that. Just call me that. Amen? Because that word encompasses so much caring and love and strength and ability. That's why fathers are so important. Amen? Now, so if Jesus said that the word is truth, and he also said in this verse that he set himself aside or he sanctified himself for a higher purpose. So just as Jesus set himself aside, he, he walked differently from all others, for he walked in the instruction of his father. He walked in the word. He walked in the truth, right? He walked in the truth of his father. And one of the missions of truth is to set us aside. That's one thing the truth will do. It'll set us aside because we've been called for another mission, right? It must sanctify us. That's what sanctify means, to set aside for a holy purpose. He said he wants to set us aside for a holy purpose, and that's what the truth will do. See, the truth will separate you from different mindsets, from the mindset even he, brought, he was brought up in. And this is what we have to be ready to accept. We need to be okay with that, and, and not in a braggadocious way, okay? See, if you want to be free, you're going to have to be really okay with being different. Living in the truth today is a revolutionary position. Anybody want to participate in this revolution? Some people are afraid of revolution. I think I was born for it. That's all I knew growing up. I was, all, I was around revolutionaries. See, people, y'all reading textbooks. I was around them. And it just, aren't you supposed to fight? Aren't you supposed to stand for the right? Because that's just how it was. I was so happy when I found out what right was. Fighting, we, we don't have the money, we don't have the power, we don't have the infrastructure, we just a people. And God says, now, let me tell you what the fight really is. And it gave us all the hope in the world because we have an innumerable company of angels that help us from time to time. Amen? So you got to walk differently from others. The truth will set you free, will make you free. Now, look, I want you to know this, too. Just because, <laughs> or I should say this, don't think automatically that you're walking in the truth because you're different. You might just be weird. <laughs> you might be following another lie. Just because you're different doesn't make you holy. Just because you're different doesn't make it the truth. All right, remember that. The truth will make you different. The truth will, will make you free. The truth will make you separate from the rest of the world. But don't get caught up in the fact, I'm different, therefore I am right. Please hear that counsel. In order for us to be freed by the truth, we must be guided by the truth. And let's go, if you would, to John chapter 14. See, we're guided by the truth, so we'll have an opportunity to know what the truth truly is. See, we, 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 we found out where the truth is. We found out what the truth is. That does do us no good if we can't be guided in it. Because a lie can't follow the truth. Sin can't follow perfection. We need something in between us. We have Christ as our mediator, but Christ sent something to help us know the truth, to help us be guided by this truth. Amen? So we're in John chapter 14 and verse 15. Christ was talking to, the, to ignorant people like us. He said, look, man, first of all, I you, want you to know something. If you love me, do what? That's the truth. The truth said the truth, right? So if somebody tells you differently, it's a lie in order to follow the truth. And so he said, look, when I leave here, I'm sending you something. 
that he may abide with you forever. Even the what? Spirit of truth. So we ought to be okay with that, right? Even the spirit of whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not. Neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Amen? See, that spirit of truth guides us in the truth. It guides us to let us know what truth from error is. It puts us in a place where he says, look, here's, you know, let me hold up the, 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 the yardstick here. Let me hold up the, the template here. And anything that doesn't match that is a lie. But when you have that Holy Spirit in you, that will be your experience. See, that's why you don't fall for the okey-doke all the time. That's why you, you know, people say you're, you're awakening. Now, be f when, when, when our community says stay woke, I want you to understand everybody who's, who says stay woke isn't saying stay alert or stay sober to Christ. See, awakening is also a new age thing. It says uh, you're awakened from your chakra and your fifth eye or your corns on your feet. I don't know. Uh, they, they do all of those things. So don't get caught in that. Get caught in the fact he said be sober. Be vigilant. Stay awake. Let you, don't sleep but be a, 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 a child of the day. So we will go forward in the truth. Right? And so we must understand that we are going to be different but we're going to be awake and we're going to be able to hear the guide who is the Holy Spirit. Amen? The reason we know the truth is because of the spirit of truth. If the Holy Ghost wasn't in you, you wouldn't know the truth. He said the world can't see it. It can't hear it. And we couldn't hear it and see it sometimes before, could we? In times past, we couldn't hear the Lord. We knew this was the truth. Why? Because so-and-so told me that. But when the Holy Spirit comes, it will burn off all the dross. It'll come and say, here's the way, walk therein. And don't turn around and say, but, 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 I've been in church all my life. Good. That means you ain't got to go as far. But you still got to go. There's some things that we have to learn and unlearn based upon what the Holy Ghost tells us. I'm so glad for the Holy Ghost. Mm, mm, mm. See, the world, when you're different and you have the Spirit, of God. The people that don't have that spirit, they're not going to know what you're talking about. They're not going to know why you took a position. They're not going to, they're going to look at you like, have you lost your mind? Don't you know? There'll be no fear. See, when you convert it, when you have the truth, you're not afraid of anything. Why? Because you have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is directly connected to your elder brother, Jesus, who walks in the way and the, and the path of his father. So why would you be afraid? Anything you can see, don't be afraid of. Because he created the things that are seen from things that have, was not seen. Amen? So if he is before what is seen, why are you fearing anything that's seen? Does that make sense? All right. Let's go be scared. Uh, the, See, every Sabbath, we try to talk the truth. We pray, we pray to God to send his Holy Spirit to walk us in his truth, right? Because we're not going to understand it without it. And so if we sit there and refuse the unction of the Holy Ghost, we're not going to hear it, are we? And we'll be stuck living a lie. See, without his spirit, we get caught up in the deception. And you know what deception leads you to? Slavery. I don't know about you, but slavery has never been something I was fond of. I didn't like reading about it. It made me mad watching movies about it. But I understood it. You know, people watch the movies. Well, if I was, that was me back there, I wouldn't have. Yeah, you would have. You have never been hit by a whip before. <laughs> you didn't want your daddy to whip you, and he had a belt. Your mother with grandmother hit you with a switch and you was already you, you trying to convert to whatever she wanted you to be. <laughs> and the danger of being a slave is the longer you're a slave, the more used you will be used to being a slave. Four hundred years of slavery in Egypt caused God's people to forget who they were. They had the mind of a slave. And God had to bring them out of their environment 
to show them that there's another. See, we got to understand something about these children of Israel. You know, you know, we're children of Israel. And I'm not just talking about connected, engrafted children of Israel. We're children of Israel. And so once we know that, your mind will start to think a little differently. You'll actually read this and say, oh, that's me. <laughs> Can you imagine if you thought this Bible was written for you, how you would feel about this Bible? Do you believe that? I don't know. Well, that was them. And oh, they, that's good. Don't believe the lie to keep you from the peace that you'll have when you believe in Jesus. We're not getting into the rest of that stuff. We don't get into it, but we're not going to get into it today. Go to Galatians 5. You know the truth will keep you free. Aren't you tired of being a slave? I know I made everybody mad. I ain't no slave. Yeah, y'all. Brother Harold, remember, we, we, we spent a few years telling people they were slaves. We went to Duluth, Minnesota. You know how many of us is in Duluth, Minnesota? You know what zero is on the timeline? <laughs> it's behind that. <laughs> went up there and just told people they were slaves. It was funny, too. And we proved to it. You know, we, but we were dealing in the natural. Now we're dealing in the spirit. See, naturally, I could tell you you were a slave because you had this number, you got this certificate, you're doing this and you're doing that, you're this and this, and you hooked and you can't do without it. And that's the natural. He said, I need you to come out of the natural and come into the spiritual. See, when you're free in the spirit, the natural will follow itself. Amen? But God said in, verse, in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, Galatians 5 and Verse 1 says, stand fast, therefore. What does that mean? What do you stand fast? What does that mean? Stand fast. Stand there. Hold on. Don't move. Be firm. Why? In the liberty, he said, wherein Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. See, that yoke is an ignorance. We no longer have to be ignorant. That yoke is an ignorant that is placed before us every day by the devil. He wants to keep us ignorant of the power of God in your relationship with Christ. He keeps us locked up by what he is. He uses what he is to keep us just ignorant. You know what he is? Go to, where are we going? Go to John. You know what he is? And I want you to know who he is. And I want you to know his main, two main characteristics. Christ, you know, he, peeped him, exposed him, because he was talking, it looked like he was talking to the church folks, but he said, y'all ain't number representatives of this guy. So let's see what he said. Two things we need to understand about the devil. In John 8, 44, in John chapter 8 and verse 44, he said, ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. And then he started talking about what the lust of the father was. He said, he was a what? Murderer. That's what slavery is. Murders your soul. It takes everything away from you. It takes all your hope and dreams. You can see no farther than the edge of the plantation. You fear the dogs. You fear the, the taskmaster. You fear all those things. You know why? Because somebody has lied to you. He was a murderer from the beginning. He abode not in the truth. Why? Because there is how much? No, no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a what? And he's the father of it. So he's using who he is to keep us ignorant. He's lying to us. He's killing us. Amen? But no more. We will not let this happen because now we know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. It's time to come on off that place. If you like picking cotton, own the cotton gin. Because, you know, we're used to, you know, slavery. We're going to be free. And free indeed. Because if we're not, there's too many lies, too, many, too much power out there for us to resist it without the truth. We can be convinced of anything, can't we? See, believing the lie. Hmm, hmm, hmm. It'll keep us from understanding. It keeps us from being free. See, Eve was free. 
Do you know she was free? She was free, but she believed the lie, and the lie put her in slavery. It put all of us in slavery. It gave access to the liar to mankind. Because why? She wanted, she, she was free, but she didn't think. Everybody in here, if your mother wanted to do what she wanted to do, you wouldn't be here. If she hadn't sacrificed and gave up her time, her nine months or ten, however long it is, and, and then afterwards, it got real. So being free is not being selfish. Being free is allowed to follow the truth. That's what freedom is. When you hear people say, walking around with freedom signs, you better make sure you're walking behind somebody who knows what freedom is. I want this. I want to do this. I want to be what I want to be. That's not freedom. That's selfishness. Freedom with Christ means you're free to be a servant of the Lord. You're free to serve him. Can't do it expressing people because they want to have Bible study. Is that freedom? In the home of the land of the free, home of the brave. That sounds weird, doesn't it? Now you luck, you're blessed because you live in something they call the Bible Belt. It's just taking a little longer. Okay? But do you really want to be free? Because freedom will make you have a Bible study. Even when the state knocks on your door. You want to be free. All y'all said you want to be free. Now, don't back up now. <laughs> if we're going to be free, we got to know what free. Free was Daniel in the lion's den. <laughs> Daniel was a government worker. Had a good government job. But Daniel was free, even in the job. He got the job because of freedom. Y'all hear what he's saying? Daniel got the job because of freedom. He decided he loved freedom more than he loved the government job. And he said, look, I, I, I'm going to dedicate myself to the Lord. I'm going to dedicate myself to being free. Now, you're going to try to put me in chains on this table. He said, I can't eat that. I want to be free. See, that table, that, 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 that table they set out before him was called chain food. Today, we're still eating chain food. Okay, we'll update it. Slave food. No, updated. Soul food. <laughs> okay, I, I, I was losing some of you. What, what, uh, chain. Soul food. Slave food. Chain food. Ignorant food. It'll keep you in the dark. It'll keep you in the hospital. It'll keep you at Walgreens. Won't it? Oh, oh Lord, uh, by and by. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to do for you what I told you to do for yourself. If I, if I gave you the truth and you took it, you'll be made free. Amen? You said you wanted to be free. I didn't say it was going to be easy. I didn't say you're going to like it. But when we get through today, you're going to have a decision you're going to have to make. Do I want to be free? Amen? Amen. Oh, even if you believe a lie, you'll never be free. As long as you believe a lie, you'll be afraid. As long as you be a, believe, because we know what the truth is. The truth is God. The truth is Christ, and the Holy Spirit walks us through his truth. If God says something to you, it's the truth, act on it. But when you don't act on it, that means you're acting on a lie. And a lie will keep you in bondage. It also keep you from the blessings of God. Numbers chapter 30. I mean 13, I'm sorry. Numbers 13. We there? Let's go at, start at verse 30. He said, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses. And said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to over what? You see what freedom is. Because <laughs> God told them that's the promised land. I brought you out of Egypt to give you that. You couldn't shake Caleb. Caleb said, I'm free. I'm free because I believe the truth. I don't care what I see with my eyes. I believe the truth. And the truth told me we're well able. Okay. How many Caleb's we got in here? Amen. Let's go to 31 and see if we find anybody else. But the men, the men, I, the word, that just makes me upset. These are males that acting not like men. But God said, but the men that went up with him said, we be 
Already sounding like them, ain't it? Hey. We be not able to go up against the people. For they are what? Stronger. Than we. Stronger. See, they believe that lie, and as long as they believe that lie, they were right. That lie hit them so much because of what their eyes told them. He said, we're not able to do what? Go up against? What? Wait, 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 wait. Uh, um, and they are, uh, but the, the, the men that went up said, we're not, well, they're stronger than we. Verse 32, and they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. See, because why? What they saw with their eyes was a lie. They, no, see, they saw these 18 feet, 20 foot giants and made the conclusion, we can't take them. Once you, once you say you can't, you right. They, you know, as Brother Steve, uh, they got their heart taken from them. He said, look, the, the, the land eats these people up, and all the people that we saw in it are men of weight. Great statue. In Hebrew, that was called giants. These are large entities. He said, they're too big for us. In verse 33, says, and there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which came of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. See, that was the problem. In their own sight, they defeated themselves. It didn't say, in, it got to the second part we're going to read, but the first thing was we were grasshoppers in their sight. They were already defeated. Let me tell you something. If we had this mentality, we wouldn't be here today. We are not grasshoppers. Okay, I can't speak for everybody. I'm not a grasshopper. And I don't care if it's 20, 200, 200 people in here, we're bigger than them. And we're well able to take the land. Amen? You got to come out of this grasshopper mentality. Your eyes will lie to you. Why? Because you're looking in the physical. If the spirit told you to go, why are you looking with your physical eyes? Be like Caleb. Excuse me. <clears throat> okay, yeah, uh, we're going to paint that. We're going we to do, yeah. Okay. You in the way, man. <clears throat> That's Caleb. Why? Because he was looking through the eyes of the spirit. He was being guided in the truth by the spirit of the truth. And then he said, uh, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. How do you know what you were in their sight? Because you've already concluded for you and them. Oh, they, look at us. They, they're not worried about us. They were petrified of you. They were terrified of you. Because your God was already there. Your God had already talked to them. Your God had already walked in and said, this is going to be mine. Y'all finished selling that ground for my people. Man, they saw Caleb. We read about, really, in the Old Testament, was a guy named Goliath. Anybody remember him? He was a giant. I know you see pictures where he was just a little, he's like Shaq. Like me standing next to Shaq. No, it wasn't that close. He was a giant. But David kept it in the spirit. He said, you're defying the armies of Israel. He said, so, so however big you are, it doesn't really matter because I got this truth in my hand. I got this truth and I'm whipping it around. I got five balls of truth. Why did he have five? Because there was four brothers. He said, I had to get them too if they get bad. You jump this way, I get you too. And David killed Goliath. He not only killed him, he took his sword and cut his head off with it. You know how heavy a sword is that a man that big weighs? You know, you'd be dragging a sword in. Sword was bigger than David. But the strength of the Most High was in him because he knew the truth. If you start believing the truth, if you start believing what God said and not worry about what you think, we're going to go a long way. Amen. See, they believe the counsel of the devil. They believe the lie. 
and were gripped in fear and became slaves. Remember, when they came out of Egypt, what did they say? Oh, if we just stayed there. They've been complaining 400 years that they were slaves. They would, Lord, deliver us. Lord, deliver us. Yeah, but when it got hot in the desert, what did they say? Oh, Lord, back there, even though they're slave wages. It's because they don't use a physical whip. Don't y'all feel it? Come on, boy. Get to work on time. You be ready to fight somebody say that to you. They saying it to you every day. No, Yana, no, we ain't talking to you. <laughs> we got to understand something about God. If we're going to believe the truth, we got to st first stop believing the lie. See, in their own minds, they concluded they were grasshoppers, and God said, I will make you a great nation. Why are you saying you're a grasshopper? Did God ask, tell you he's going to? Just the truth, believing the truth, makes you free. 1 Kings chapter 2. David was talking to Solomon. He's about, Solomon's about to be king. He was reminding him of the things that God had told him. And this one thing we want to know. We want to remember. In, in, in 1 Kings chapter 2 and verse 4, it says, That the Lord may continue his word, which he spake continually unto me. David was saying, the Lord told me this. So you can have faith in it, because it is the what? The truth. Amen? He's a saying, if thy children take heed to their way. The process of freedom is termed here walking. So you're going to be free. You've been made free, okay? Now you got to walk in it. You got to know what freedom is. You got to know how to do freedom. When a slave, fifth generation slave, what do they know? Slavery. Freedom is a whole different world, isn't it? It's so weird. It's like uh, 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 we grew up, my father was an entrepreneur. Never saw my father punch a clock. Okay? When I had to punch my first clock, I couldn't handle it. It, I mean, wasn't nothing wrong with doing that. I mean, you know, it, it's great. It ain't sinful. It ain't awful. I couldn't handle it. I had to hurry up and be a, a manager. I can't go in there and go click, click. I just couldn't do it. I don't know what they do now. They probably got fingerprints and stuff. But this was a card that you put in a machine and went, because I didn't have, what are you going to sit around and wait on something? I ain't going to go get it. So we went and got, went and got, got it. But oh, it reminded me every day, every time I punch in and punch out. And then when I had to go to meetings and, and you know, me, I'm not saying I was, a, I, I, I was a kind of employee that would give you my all, everything. I give you extra, I mean, I would do it until it got done. You know, I didn't know how to work in a setting that you actually had time. Uh, and, 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 but because it didn't make sense because I grew up in a small business. I grew up in a business, so you just, you work till it got to you. But it, caught, it taught me a lesson. He said, look, man, if you own this plantation, you do what they say, but do everything in your power to get off that plantation. And God started showing me the truth, and I started getting off Satan's plantation. And, and, and right now, he's, 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 he's trying to run me down, Satan is, because I'm free. Nat Turner. I'm out. But he's trying to bring me back. And he's trying to put doubt and, and fear around me. He's trying to hurt those around me. He's trying to break up the you know, churches. And he's trying to do all those things. But we got to know the truth. If God said, I have made you, I have set, made you free. If God said, I am delivering you. If God said, this people will do my will, then I have to keep believing that. Because it's the truth. Amen? Amen. Please keep believing that in your life. Now, the process of freedom as we said, is walking. You have to walk according to the instruction of truth. And all that will you have and all that you are should be dedicated to walking in the truth. Yeah. Go to Proverbs 3. We'll get you out of here in just a second. I ain't got to watch y'all. Oh, I got to watch y'all. Oh, I got a clock. Y'all have my mercy. <laughs> We're not going to be too much longer, I promise. Free people don't have a clock. Ooh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? <laughs> Proverbs 3. He said, I want you to walk in my truth. And I need you to do something. I need you to visualize this, God was saying. I need you to visualize this. In, in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3, he says, Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy what? 
You got some around your neck. Are you familiar with it? Do you know it's there? He said, write them upon the tables of thine heart. Keep this truth where it is in your soul. Let it guide you. Let it take the fear away from you. Amen? Amen. See, we can't go in and out of the truth. You know, we're, we're being the truth on this subject, but we're away from the truth on this subject. That's called confusion. That's called believing a lie. God is all. Amen? He said, with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. He didn't say just a piece of it. He didn't say, learn my truth, love my truth, and the things that you like. He didn't say that. He said, I don't need you to love my truth and everything that I like. And just is a lie. Everything that is not of God is a lie. That's a big, bold statement, I know. But the truth is God. He said, I am the way, the truth. So if he's the truth, things that speak against him must be what? Psalm 37. See, the truth is going to liberate you from a lot of things we worry about. We're going to end on this. Y'all ready for this? See, the truth will make you free. The truth will make you understand you don't have to be afraid. What are you going to fear? If God is on your side, right, because you're doing what? Believing the truth. Now, God ain't going to bless your foolishness. Now, you consistently say, no, Lord, no, Lord. He goes, all right. Here's your lie. Here's the result of the lie you believe in. But he's always there to say, come on, man. Come on back home. Remember the, 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 young, the young son? He believed a lie. He went to his father and said, Father, give me my inheritance. Because my mind tells me I got enough coin. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to party. Because the, that tells me that's how life ought to be. Wasn't that a lie? How many of us were young? Are young? Some of us old and young. He believed the lie. that He had been convinced that living a, 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 a Drunkard, fornicating life was the life. But what happened? The lie proved itself. It proved it was a lie. So when, when, the, when the lie came to the full, he said, oh. The truth hit him right in the face. And the truth was this. My father. Hmm. My father will take me home. I'm going back home. Because that's what the truth is. And my father let me do this because my father loves me. My father knew you wouldn't learn this lesson any other way. And so he let him go. You know what happened? He came back home. You know why he came back home? Because the lie proved itself. See, the lie will prove it. He'll get you out there strung out on all kind of stuff. You'd be at the bus stop with a quarter. Well, this ain't the life I thought I was going to have. You didn't pawn your car. They still pawn cars. Pawn car got repo. That's right, Yana. You don't pay that, 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 that fee, you come get your car. How you, 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 left, you left home with a car. You left home with a job. You left home with some assurance. Now you're out here strung out with nothing. Y'all better stay home. Let me tell y'all. I, I know. I know. Home is all right. If your parents will still have you, because they might have moved on. Mm -hmm. But let's, let's, let's understand this. See, but the truth is going to liberate you. And I'm not talking about, you know, all you rusty jokers at home. Y'all need to be, be, be about getting your own home. That's just dumb. Okay? And I'll guarantee you this about your, what, about your parents. If your parents see you trying, doing what's right, busting, it, I mean, getting after it, yeah. <laughs> they'll be there for you. My grandfather was, was, was a guy that, he didn't help people who didn't know how to help themselves. He didn't. He, and so when he moved down to Memphis, I just graduated from high school. When I got out of college, I used to love hanging out with my granddad. He could, he'd come, hey, man, come on. I need you to do something. I had my little 1978 five-speed Honda Accord. 
couldn't tell me nothing. Except I need some gas. Uh, but gas was 78 cents back then, so it was all right. Mm. Man, and I, would, and I didn't know I was auditioning for some help. I just loved my grandfather. And he was getting old, and I didn't want him on that roof. I didn't want him to have to the, the, the climb up that tree and tear that thing. I, I didn't want that. So, and, and I always would learn something when I was with him. And that's what I, 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 this, it fascinated me, all the things he knew. He didn't have a college degree. I got his high school diploma in my house. I, I keep that just to remind me of something. And he was one of the smartest men I've ever met. But he was auditioning me. See, he knew me when I was a little boy when we lived in Chicago, but then we left, and then he stayed in Chicago, and he moved back to Memphis. And I, I'm serious. I died. I had, a, I had a great uncle, Uncle Harry. He'd give you a, a bow dollar. You know what a bow dollar is, don't you? But he didn't see it but once a year. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, oh no. Yeah, yeah. Take that. <laughs> and you were happy, you know. But my grandfather helped me. And he said, I don't help bums. That made me more happy than the money. That he didn't think I was a bum. So, young men, don't be a bum. If you help, if you do all you can, guess what? God is going to send somebody to help you. Now, let's go to Psalm 37. These are the things that free people don't worry about. These are the promises of God. Y'all ready? You ready for a promise? Verse 30, chapter 37, verse 24. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast out. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Put that in the bank. Lonnie got a bank. He was telling about Wednesday. Put that in the bank. I'm going to uphold you with my hand. You're going to fall, but I'm going to hold you. Is that all right? You all right with that? Because that's the truth. So you don't get worried anymore about when you mess up, that, oh, God, I, 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 you're going to kill me. That's how most people deserve God. They say God is a tyrant God. God is going to, when I mess up, he's going to stomp me in the head. He's going to burn me up in, in, in eternal fire. God says, though you fall. Don't worry about it. He said, come on, I'm going to uphold you. Come on, stay with me. Stay with me. Stay in Psalm 37. Let's read verse 25. Here's another promise. He said, I've been young, and now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Don't worry. If you don't have a job, you're not going to the street. Why? Because God said this. He said, I'm going to feed you. If I have to send the sparrows, I'll feed you. If I have to create a job for you, I'll do that for you. You don't have to worry about this. Why? Because you're walking as I ask you to walk. And when God says, I promise, that means it's the truth and it's going to happen. So we don't have to worry about that, do we? Why? Because he's ever merciful. And he what? Lendeth. And his seed is blessed. Who are you? His seed. So don't worry about economic challenges in your life. If you do, you're going to be worried all your life because the system is built to make sure you worry. The lie tells you, you got you to do this in order to get some money. God says, I'm God. Are we all right so far? All right, we're going to close because y'all are getting sleepy. He said, Isaiah 41. He said, when you are weak and afraid, I need you to remember this. This is the truth. So you don't have to shake in your boots. You don't have to compromise with the devil. You don't have to be ignorant and and do ignorant things. Like, okay, devil, I'll do what you say because I can see the devil. Well, of course you can see the devil because you're looking at the devil's eyes. You're looking in the physical. But he said every time you get afraid, every time you're weak, every time you're worried if the way of God is going to work for you, when you're out there trying to figure out why my marriage is jacked up, but Lord, I'm trying to do it your way. He said, hold on. It'll work out. Do we believe that? When you find out why you can't, when this is happening and this is happening at work, and you're like, well, Lord, it seems like everybody's against me. Everything's falling apart. He said, hold on. Know the truth. He said in verse 8 of Isaiah 41, he's talking to you. He said, but thou, Israel, art my servant. Amen? Are you willing to be the servant of God? Yes. I didn't say you're going to be king of God. Are you willing to be the servant of God? Yes. And he said, oh, Israel, y'all are my servant. 
Jacob whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend, thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called thee from the chief men thereof and said unto thee, thou art my servant. The reason he kept saying that is because there's a benefit package with that. He just wanted to remind you what that package was. I have chosen thee. I've not cast thee away. Ain't that a blessing? Then he said in verse 10, he said, I need you to understand something. Here's some truth for you. Fear thou not. For what? I am with thee. Be, thou, be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. When you we don't have any strength, when you don't have any hope, he said, I'm going to do this for you. Does he have strength? Yes. I'll strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Anybody ever felt helpless? Yes. He said, believe the truth, you won't be. It doesn't matter what's happening. Do you know that if you're falling off a cliff, now I ain't say jumping off a cliff, and God put you on that cliff and told you to fall off that cliff, do you know he'll help you? There's nothing impossible to God. He said, look, he said, I want you to understand this. I'll help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. He said, behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. You remember the people y'all got problems with? I'll have your enemies to be at peace with you. He said, I'll make your enemies pay for it. You ever had that happen before? They come out of their pocket, but they're your enemies. Oh, oh Lord, they're stronger than us. We're grasshoppers. He said, watch out now. He said, the reason why you think you're grasshoppers is because you don't know me. The reason why the promised land was the promised land, the reason why God allowed uh, the uh, uh, Amalekites and the, and the Giantites, <laughs> he said, I need my city to have big walls. So let me go get some big people. Let me tell them, them half-breeds to come over here and build this house, to build this land, to have this fruit so big that, that my, my, my two men can only carry a cluster of grapes. He said, that can only happen with these big half-breeds, so I'm going to let them inhabit the land just for a little while. Satan thought he was getting over. Satan thought he was to take this land. So whatever issue or problem you have, just say I'm well able. Amen? Now, I'm not saying, y'all, you know, this ain't regular church. Say well able. Well able. Now, we're saying that. <laughs> but you are said in, in your circumstance, well able. Amen? Don't ever forget that. We are well able. He said, thou shalt seek him, verse 12, and shall not find them. You know, when you're looking for those who are persecuting you, when you're looking for those who are all on top of your head, when you're looking for those who are persecuting you and your people, he said, you're not going to be able to find them because I'm God. Amen? He said, uh, and not find them. Even them that contended with thee, they that war against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. He didn't say they were going away. They're just going to be as nothing. Why? Because I'm with you. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand. What's the right hand symbolize? Your strength. He said, I'll hold your right hand. Saying unto thee, what? Fear not. I will help thee. You asked, you asked me how the truth will make you free. We just read you the truth. This is the promise of God. Now you don't have to be afraid anymore. Amen? The devil can't scare you into disobedience anymore, can he? But this is no, I'm not going to have any fun. <laughs> How's that worked out for you? It's like grown folks going to Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> and trying to be a kid, you know, go eat that food. Yeah. Do you know at a certain age you just can't eat certain things? Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese is one of them, okay? Won't y'all know that? I'm, I'm, I've lived a little while. Ne I never set foot in one of those. I've never been to Dave and Buster's or, or rest of them, you know, arcade thing. But I do know this. You will change in your life. Everything about you will change. Now, embrace it. Don't fight it. You know how people, how, uh, Brother Chris, how people don't embrace the change and, you know, they get to be 50 and uh, uh, they go buy a Maserati. <laughs> if you're 50, and you just buying one? Now, if you had one, hey man, what are you proving? Or they, they want to trade up. You know, they've been married, you know, 25 years, but, you know, I'm successful now, I'm going to trade up. How are you going to trade up from the wife of your youth? 
if you read the truth, it says, enjoy the wife of your youth. See, there's nothing better than a, a wife from your youth because you got experience with each other. You grew up together. Amen? Now, and, 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 and somebody who loves you, you know, you ought to be happy somebody loves you these days. Amen? Because sometimes y'all not lovable people. <laughs> but I want you to understand, with God, if we follow his truth, follow his way, all these things are promises for us. All these things we can walk in. All these things we can be encouraged by. We don't have to worry about it anymore. You, I, we asked a question this morning. Well, God asked a question this morning. Do you want to be free? Yes. And so I asked the question again, is that a yes or no? Yes. Even though freedom will cost you your selfishness. Even though freedom will cost you your fear. It might cost you your living. Wasn't that many amens on that one? Anybody ever, God allowed you to lose a job and you got a better one? More than one occasion, right? That's kind of how he does things, right? Let me tell you something about job. They got a bunch of them out here. You are a child of God. Let God give you one. Amen. Let me tell you something about this. If they don't want to give you one, God will make you one. And, he, and you, won't even, you won't even know that they won't even know what happened. Okay? You are a servant of God. And there's things that God promised to his servants that you don't have to worry. But I want you to remember this. Keep your ears open to the voice of the spirit of truth. Stop trying to fit him into your schedule. Let him make your schedule. Let him make your, when we talked this morning, the author and finisher of our faith. Let God do that for you. Amen. Anybody ready to experience that with all their heart? all their mind and all their soul. God will put you in a position where you won't have an option. He loves you so much, he'll do that for you. You know that? He'll put you in a spot where you can't do nothing but Lord. And he'll say, okay, now you're ready. So let's believe the truth. Let's have a word of prayer. (laughs) Heavenly Father, again, we thank you. And it's in the name of Jesus we get to come and say thank you. It is by your spirit that led us to this place that we can say thank you. And Father, we thank you for your truth. Open our eyes, Lord, that we will not be fooled by the lie any longer. Whatever the lie comes, Lord, point it out to us and give us the will to choose the truth. Father, help us, Lord, even though it might look bad, even though it might look different, even though it might look hard. Father, we ask for your power to be in us so we may to you. We will not be full of lie any longer. Whatever the lie comes, point it out to and Give us the will to choose truth. Father, help Lord, even though it might look bad, even though it might look hard, even though it might look hard, Father, we ask for your power to be in us so we may choose.